You're listening to Artitude, a podcast with artists created and produced by Detlef Schlick, a visual artist and ritual designer, living and loving in West Cork, and best known for his essay about the cause and effect of shamanism, art and digital culture. Working in the field of performance, photography, painting, sound, installations, and film he will dive and discover with us and a weekly creative guest into the unknown and exciting deep ocean of the creative mind. This is Detlef Schlich, and today we dive into the unexpected, deep, deep, and exciting ocean of the creative mind of creative people and in this time of creative musicians like uh, my guest Stuart Wild. Hi Stuart. Hey Dad. It's actually Stu, no? Ah, Stu, Stuart, whatever. Yeah. yeah, yeah. It's great to have you here. It's um, Artitude. <laughs> Stuartitude. <laughs> Stuartitude. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. So. Yeah, we, we finished our our first chat last time about uh, Stu's growing up uh, in general in Dublin as a, as a sound engineer and uh, he used to be there on um, uh, as, as a stage monkey sawing a couple of bands in, in uh, Red Hot Chili Peppers and, and uh, PG yeah. Harvey and uh, whatever they paid us for you know <laughs> I I bet with you that some people are getting already now jealous and you say, what does he say? He saw Red Hat Chili Peppers and he was falling into sleep because yeah. he was... So, sorry, Red Hat Chili Peppers, it's true. <laughs> because he was working so hard. So you, so you don't like them too much? Or? I know I was a big fan back in the day. Um, yeah, I loved... Um, um, uh, mother's milk and blood sugar sex magic that year that was great yeah but then then they got really famous and i thought they got boring sorry guys yeah i know what you mean but but i mean i still i still like the the way how they how they made songs i mean the best sure, year, they were great the, i mean one of the best songs is for sure under the bridge and 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 uh, that they, that year was fantastic yeah they were, they were on fire in those days yeah, yeah. And, and and give it away give it away give it away now yeah i did get to see them when i was young uh uh on that tour which was fantastic i mean and they still had to had to had to had, had socks on the cocks well i didn't see them wearing the socks on the cocks i don't no. remember but uh, yeah those days yeah <laughs> Yeah, that was good. Okay, so, so okay. I mean, uh, this show is already censored, so so we can go this direction. Yeah, um, that's quite cool. So, so he went through that area as 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 a sound engineer as well, and uh, then um, came to West Cork. Was there anything in between, or did you came immediately from from Dublin over? Yeah. Um, shorts. Yeah, maybe I took a trip over to Spain or whatever, but nothing, nothing major, you know. It's not for a long time. That's no, just a couple of months. Okay, so so that there, there was not really nothing a, really a, happened. Yeah, we're breaking in between. So you you came over to West Cork in the nineties already. 
No, no, it was it was the um trying to think what what year it was. Not very good with years, dead. Yeah. yeah. So it was about sixteen years ago, I guess. Around so that. you do the maths. I'm 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 not good at that. <laughs> um, me neither. Yeah. The listeners can do the maths. Okay, so dear listeners um, are around sixteen, seventeen. An- answers on a postcard to somewhere in the wilds of West Cork between Ballydehob and Skibbereen. Yeah. <laughs> The the man with the beer voice, Stuart Wild. <laughs> well, you know. I mean, you guys, if you listen, if you listen to Stuart's songs, so, so um, you probably will get reminded from 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 a lot of different different um, influences somehow as well. Doctor John for sure, I think. Sure, yeah, I love Doctor John. It's uh, quite funky. Mac Rebenack was his name. Mac Rebenack. Yeah. It's his original name. Yeah. Well, was it his original name? I guess it was. Yeah. I don't know. Yeah. So, Doctor John, I, I, I could, I could. I mean, we all, we, we, we try, we try to compare always songs and voices. If, if you hear that, it sounds like this. I mean, the people in my younger years, they came to me. You, so, so you're looking like Bon Jovi, you know, and I was really disappointed and upset. You know, it's just. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> You look like the whole band or just John Bon Jovi. Honestly, they came. We were just once once in the middle of the night in, 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 in a club and two girls came and to me, it was two o'clock in the night. And are you Bon Jovi? You know, say, yeah, <laughs> yeah, I am. And this is my manager. And my friend was with me, you know, Rasta Logs. And so we, we both were looking very, very naughty, you know, and, uh, but he was jealous that they came to me and asked me, are you Bon Jovi? You know, and, 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 and he covered it up, you know, so after five minutes, I say, Robert, you're such an idiot, you know. <laughs> Where was this? In, in Cologne. Cologne. It was in Cologne, in, in, yeah, in, yeah. in, uh, in Roxy. Roxy is, is an, is an ancient, uh, it's, a, it's a club which opens at 12 o'clock in the night up to 8, 10 in the morning, you know. I mean, yeah, it was, yeah. It was it was mad. I was so disappointed. There were nice girls, though. You know, yeah, sure, I'm Bon Jovi, sure. Yes. Why not? <laughs> <laughs> so yeah, that's 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 the comparison. I think I think we can compare Stuart with with, with a lot of different different um, styles. And like what you hear so far? Make sure you never miss a show by clicking the subscribe button now. This podcast is made possible by listeners like you. Thank you for your support. Now back to the show. So what, what, what do you think? What, what influence you? Um, my influences, I guess like early on, um, Paul Simon. Yeah. Well, Simon and Garfunkel is probably That's some, it, honestly. some of the earliest music I remember you know and then uh because i think um my mother told me when uh i was in the pram she used to the stereo was set up with the record player and the two speakers on the sideboard you know and uh, she used to push the pram up to it uh, with the hood facing towards the speakers and she'd put on simon and garfunkel's greatest hits (laughs) so um even though I like, I was too. I'm too young to actually have a solid memory. When I listen to that record, I still have the vinyl that she would have put on, and uh, there is something, something that just. 
I, I don't remember a time when it did, it wasn't part of my life, you know. So that's probably my er, earliest musical influence um, that I'm aware of. Um, then after that, I was uh, my mum was a huge Beatles fan, yeah. so and the Beach Boys. Mm. Um, so, uh, so I, I, yeah, some of my earliest solid memories was dancing around to the Beatles or the Beach Boys in in the living room. Uh, yeah, sure. Yeah, yeah, and, yeah. And yeah. that stuff, but that stuff, what you hear when you're that young, that that yeah. that will influence the. I mean, you take a break when you hit kind of twelve, thirteen, and fourteen, sure. and that. Yeah. But like, I'm looking at your own identity. Only, yeah, it was only a little time after that that it came back to me, and I just was like, oh wow, like the Beatles are just a fantastic band. Ah, sure. I mean, they're one of my my all time favorites. I don't get bored of them, so. No, actually, I still can listen to them as well. Yeah. So you can listen to them more than to Red Hot Chili Peppers. Yeah. Well, like, I mean, like, uh, their, the whole Beatles career uh, is uh, still, like, something. It's a staple for me. It's, you know, it's something I listen to. Well, not so much the earlier stuff. Uh, more yeah. from the mid-60s onwards. Like The earlier, so. yeah, they are a little bit lala. No? Great music, though. Yeah, I mean, sure. just the songwriting was uh, sure. excellent uh, all the way through the They never, they never drop the ball, you know, which is unusual. A band that gets famous often, they kind of, they do a couple albums and then. Yeah, they, but I mean, so songs like "Opla Di, Opla Da" and "Octopus's Garden," they were a little, little. They are nice, you know, but. Well, Ringo, Ringo wrote "Octopus's Garden." Uh, yeah. Yeah, so like, I mean, you know, that's I, for a Ringo song, I think it's excellent. And then the, <laughs> <laughs> the album. What What else did to, he write? Oh, um, I can't remember the other ones off the top of my head, but that's probably the most memorable one. The other memorable one that he sang was um, uh, Yellow Submarine, but Lennon McCartney wrote that, so it doesn't have the same. Yeah. What I what I realized it is, was actually as well the, the, the this this area where where I'm a walrus and all the songs they were really great you know but but if it came to Opladi Oplada yeah I yeah. skipped it you know fair enough yeah so uh, yeah now I get that yeah yeah so that 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 was somehow so so I don't know I mean nowadays so, so I don't mind but mm. but it's still not absolutely my cup of tea but no they they're great so so you your mother did she listened more to English music than to Irish as uh, Yeah, there wasn't a lot of like trad music or anything in in my house growing up. I I I kind of got exposed to it a bit later when I was let's see, I guess I was maybe fourteen or something, some that kind of age. I had a friend who was a fiddle player, a trad player. Yeah, and we used to go to sessions. Um, <laughs> you know, it's like I was fourteen in a in 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 a pub and. Yeah. In the middle of nowhere. Yeah, wow! Well, uh, yeah. In those days, that was okay. <laughs> you know, they'd even serve you pints. It was great crack. <laughs> they serve you pints, probably. Yeah, they so, did. So, yeah, so yeah. when, 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 when did you drink your first pint? How old? Which age? In a pub. Yeah. Um, I guess I'm 13. Ah, uh, that's that's not too early. I mean, that's, yeah, that, yeah. That, that was I think my my kind of same actually. I probably had my first beer mixed with a little bit dark beer. Um, I mean, sweet beer uh, in the age of 
ten. Okay, yeah. You know, it was in Cologne. It's it was very common. I mean, was went with my father every Sunday into pubs. You know, playing pinball with it. You know, so and, oh, yeah. and, and and it was I I I liked it till the time. It's it's pub culture, Cologne. You know, as well. Right. Okay. Very very much. I mean, that's actually the reason why why um why uh Cork Cork City is uh, um is 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 partnership partner town twin town with Cologne. You know. Is it? it I they, didn't they know are. that. They are, and and they 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 love each other like brothers and and sisters. And this is for that reason alone. I must go and visit. Cologne is great. I mean, I mean, it's a it's a party town. People are often. They are actually open-minded, you know. So if you, if you are in a pub, you know, you immediately can you get into a talk with other people as well. Mm. So that's that's nice. That for for that, I, I I really liked it. But it's still a city, you know. You need money, and if you don't have money, sure. uh, that's uh, any city, really. You 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 struggle, and 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 and, and uh, I mean now the rents are so high, you know. And and as 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 we artists, we need space, you know. Sure. Yeah. Yeah. I, I couldn't live in a forty square meter or, or, or apartment in 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 the city, or where where you have your neighbors up the top, underneath, left, right, and anymore. You know, and that's unfortunately, you need really money in order to to find a place where where it can work your creative stuff. You know, for that we we're gonna live probably as well here in West Cork. Yeah. It's kind of going that way, right? No. Uh, so and uh, so yeah. So so you you get influenced by Simon and Garfunkel and and the Beatles at the beginning. Yeah, yeah. It was then, then, uh, then I I discovered punk music. I discovered okay. the Dead Kennedys and the Sex Pistols and that kind of thing. Yeah. Um. I wouldn't listen to the sex pistols much these days the dead kennedys i still i'd still rate them highly they're they were they were fantastic um fugazi that was a that was a great band as well a bit Fugazi, later. i know them fugazi yeah yeah, yeah. yeah. what what was the, pep, the popular song of them waiting room maybe maybe yeah yeah, yeah. great band i don't know much though of them. I mean, I mean, Sex Pistols. A friend of mine, one of my oldest friends, he was very much into punk. Uh, I used to like the the atmosphere and 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 the vibe, but the music was for me too hard and too quick. Okay, it was. It was exactly what I wanted to hear when I was thirteen years old. Yeah, yeah, I went. I went to my first uh, proper gig when I was thirteen years old, uh, and I got the bus up to Dublin. Yeah, and met some friends who were a little bit older than me. Yeah, so they were they'd been around the block a couple of times, and we uh, we went to McGonagall's and we went to see the band Therapy. Um, Therapy uh, with a question mark there for, from the north. All right, and they were great live, and it was just it was quite an experience. Um, at, for my first, the first time I get to go out to see a, a band, you know, at thirteen, I remember one guy he climbed up, 
the top of the speaker stacks and he was standing up there and he had his hands outstretched and he jumped off like because people had been stage diving all night yeah and um <laughs> and he was a big guy in the crowd parted yeah. and he just face planted the dance floor and uh, some people dragged him off the dance floor just propped him up against the wall and patted yeah. him on the back and yeah. said bye bye back into, the, <laughs> into the pogo dancing it was quite an experience I mean, with thir- I think with thirteen, this is quite a huge influence. Yeah, yeah, that's it is your sponge at thirteen. Yeah, because I mean, I am actually happy that that I didn't. I, I started with eight years buying my first record, and that was Miguel Rios' "A Song of Joy." I mean, it was a, a version from this Spanish singer from from Beethoven. It's nothing, a song of joy. Da, 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 da. Da, 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 you know, yeah. and uh, and then um, Mango Jerry in the summertime. Oh, great know. tune! So, <laughs> played a jug, didn't they? Yeah. <laughs> it's a little yeah. bit Doctor John as well in it. Oh, they're know? great. Yeah, yeah. So, uh, so that was, and for sure, then all the glam rock T Rex and so on, Alice Cooper, and that this the seventies yeah, was yeah. my thing, you know, absolutely. Uh, my older cousins seven years older they were used to listen to rolling stones and led zeppelin mm. and and i was 13 and i wanted to get a led zeppelin or maybe 12 or 11 you know because it was i know that it was who a lot of love i used to love and the the uh the shop seller the record seller uh, a trader in the in the shop this lady didn't have a clue about the record and i had this record i, I remember I remember that like it was yesterday uh, in my hands. And she said, no, it's just instrumental, you know. So my mother didn't buy it for me. I don't know for what this was a good thing, you know, because I think if you start to listen to music like this with 11, it's a great influence. Mm. But maybe it is as well, it pushes you more into the direction taking drugs too early, you know. What, I don't know. What album was it? It was, I think, Let's Happen 3. You know? Oh, it's that's a nice album, and yeah. it, it, it it's it's the album with this disc you can shift in. Yeah, I know the know? one. Yeah, yeah. And I think a whole yeah. lot of love is on it. You know, no, a whole lot of love is on Led Zeppelin too. Was it? Yeah. So um, I don't I don't know what 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 else was then on it. So, but I was actually looking for a whole lot of love. You know? Okay, that's Led Zeppelin too. Yeah, yeah, yeah. But I had this album in the hand, and and I didn't bought it. So, I I explored Led Zeppelin probably five six years later. You know. Yeah, yeah. So, so, so that's what I mean in, in comparison to that. If you if you came with thirteen already into mm. such a such a contact with with such an energy, you know. Well, yeah. It's, who knows? I guess uh, fifteen, sixteen is probably a good age to discover that Zeppelin. I I would say I mean eleven is is I mean it is great if you can discover that, and I could already appreciate it with eleven, but but. Uh, yeah, probably it's really probably it's better to to discover Mango Jerry than than let something with it. <laughs> <laughs> but I mean, then then discovering then discovering uh, Alice Cooper with with eleven is the same, you know. I mean, it, it is uh, yeah. uh, running around and, and we have in Cologne Carnival, and and everyone is masqueraded, you know, so, and, okay. and, and yeah. running around like Alice Cooper, you know, so all black here and 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 getting all the the black mascara yeah, here yeah. and and. 
and white shirts, you know, with peace signs on it and everything, you know, so, so absolutely hippies, you know, already <laughs> with 11. I remember that. It was quite interesting. So, yeah, that's, that's the thing. <laughs> okay, so you had this influence with 13 already. So. Mm, yeah. And did you start already an instrument in this age? Yeah, I remember with friends and we decided to, uh, like, The, the couple of friends who were also into punk music at the time. Yeah. And um, uh, we were going to get a band together, do you know? With 13? Yeah, yeah. Cool. But um, the other two boys had already uh, had dibs on playing guitar, so there was no point having a third guitar player. So I bought a bass. Yeah. So that was the first instrument I bought. But it, yeah, it took me a while to get into it. Um I'd say it was a good year and a half before I really like started um actually playing it. Yeah. Uh and by that time I'd kind of probably moved past the punk uh thing a little bit. Yeah. Not completely, but um uh I'd opened up to other uh, other things. Doors. Like, yeah, I mean one friend's um Different, I'd have different friends and they listen to different music, so I'd, you know, I never minded listening to all sorts of things. You so know, you so. like it well to listen to eclectic sound. Yeah. It's yeah. great. Well, like, it's, yeah. one friend was big into the Water Boys and sure. um, uh, Fisherman's Blues and all that kind yeah. of thing. And uh, another friend was into Metallica. You know, another friend was into The Clash. It didn't really bother me what it was as long as it was good, you know? Yeah. And then... When I actually started playing music, then the people I was playing with, they were like going, um, "Oh, here to you know, like get in, get get into this, this and like learn this Metallica song or yeah. learn this Red Hot Chili Peppers song yeah. or whatever." So, yeah. yeah, and then from there on in, I didn't, uh, I didn't have like a genre that I was sure, into. sure, yeah. sure. Which is good. I mean, it's good to 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 uh, to stay stay open-minded isn't it absolutely yeah, yeah which is great so dear listeners that's so great i mean i'm sure we will continue in the third part with that as well um i was wondering we have tomorrow tomorrow's the 24th of december and uh it's christmas in don't ask me to play a christmas song <laughs> it's christmas in ireland <laughs> bah, humbug. Uh, and there, there there is one <laughs> <laughs> There is one great song, and um, it is probably everyone can guess it already now. Now it is not Stille Nacht, Heilige Nacht. It's Stille Nacht, Heilige Nacht. Alles schläft, einsam wacht. Nee, nee, it is not this song. Oh, we just had the Christmas song. That's it. <laughs> done. Done. It is. <laughs> It is actually a, a, a version from 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 the from, from the from from the Pokes um, Christmas Day. It is not original from Pokes Christmas Day, or uh, what, what the, the New York's uh, oh the fairy tale New York. Yeah, yeah, uh, yeah. No, that's Pokes. Yeah, is it original? Oh yeah, Pokes? yeah, yeah. All right. So, yeah, yeah. so uh, yeah, guys, thank you very much for um, having been at this podcast and have a great Christmas and we see us in the third time. Merry Christmas, everybody. Bye.
This is a listener-supported show. I feel honored if you subscribe to the show. You can follow me non-financial with the following click on one of my Instagram accounts or subscribe the visual version of this podcast on YouTube via the link below. If you like what you hear, be sure to tune in this Sunday for the third part of this Attitude Audio Triptych. If you want to leave a donation for a coffee or a bus ticket, just follow the donation link via the Attitude Podcast account. Eventually, I would like to thank through this medium all my members and listeners of the I Love West Cork Artists Network from all over the world. Just to remember myself that without you, this year couldn't and wouldn't happen. You have listened to Artitude, West Cork's first art, fashion and design podcast. Artitude, never so close again. Ah. That was too close.